Hello, world. Today's guest is Jake Fox. Jake is a friend of mine who is an artist and a musician. He is also an encyclopedia on conspiracy theories, and he's a music historian who we had a blast talking to and hanging out with. On this episode, Jake talks about the cryptic hidden messaging in music from bands like The Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, and Bob Dylan. We also talked about time-traveling nukes, JFK, and backwards matter, if any of that fluffs your curiosity. Towards the end of the show, Jake performs some of his new music from his band Catatonic Scripts. Please enjoy this action-packed episode before YouTube takes it down. Is that an Egyptian pharaoh tattoo on your arm? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why shouldn't you have done it? I don't know, man. I never thought about, like, if I ever go abroad and somebody's like, why do you have that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, what would your answer you? be? You're a white man mm-hmm. from America. Like, is that no, what you're my, worried about? I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. I, really? I shouldn't worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's crazy that you worry about that. <clears throat> I don't really worry about. Oh, what was never the- going to <laughs> India now? Well, I have Ganesh here. Who? What the is that? Idea is I like studying world religion. So like uh-huh. I have Mary back here, and then Thoth was like the scribe of the Egyptians. Pull this thing a little bit closer. Talk yeah, a bit. Yeah. Talk a bit closer to it. <clears throat> so Thoth was like a scribe. He kind of invented language in one way or another, mm-hmm. and they attribute him to Hermes from the Greek period. Yeah, and I think. Mercury? I don't know. I'm zoning out now, but... Yeah. Do you like <laughs> Egyptian history? Egyptian, uh... Well, I've kind of been using, like... I don't know, just the idea of symbols. Mm. Yeah, they use a lot of... All all humans of every civilization starts off with, like, symbols. So it's almost, like, weird we got emojis going as hard as they do uh, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are yeah. kind of, like... That's, like, the modern-day, uh... Yeah, yeah. Hieroglyphics. Symbolism and stuff. And I went to art school and study art and all that kind of stuff. So you have an arts degree? Not quite yet. Mm. I'm probably like this close and don't even realize mm. it. Has that ever happened? <laughs> Your yeah. art's pretty sick, though. <clears throat> yeah, I'm too busy making more art to get like <laughs> to finish school. Finish school. <laughs> Plus money. Like, uh, yeah, money's fun. What, how much uh, How much time do you spend creating art and with and music and shit? Oh, all day, every day. Well, even when I'm working, don't tell my job. (laughs) (laughs) You won't tell them. No one listens to it. They won't listen to this shit. Yeah, man. I'm always constantly running through ideas. I I have, like, multiple notebooks in my car. 
So I'll like mm. stop the car and write something down or wait until I get a red light. Sometimes I miss whatever I have in my head. What explain your sunglasses to people who don't know what, what that is. Oh, okay. So this what is, is my cata- band. catatonic scripts. Yeah, this is my band. So now I have catatonic vision. <laughs> what does that mean? What is the meaning of catatonic scripts? <clears throat> I don't know, when you're young and they try to put you on all those psych meds and stuff and you start reading like the stuff that's on the back of those psych meds and you're like, whoa, this can cause me to go catatonic. So it's like catatonic prescriptions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're trying to help my health. (laughs) Did you did you have (laughs) any side effects could be catatonia. Catatonia Catatonia is the disease. Okay. Did you have an early experience with uh, being prescribed medications when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it all started when I dated a girl that's mom was a psychiatrist for a church. <laughs> Which really? We, yeah, we know who she, she is. She kind of just instigated really? that realm of yeah. thinking who? to my family. Miller? My dad was yeah. completely... Yeah, Miller's <laughs> mom. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah. And just the medical industry completely is... I don't know. Yeah, I study a lot of weird stuff. What so, were you prescribed? What medications were you prescribed? Ah, uh, this is almost. Uh, probably fifteen years ago. Yeah, I really, I don't know. At one point in time, I was upset about a lot of things that went down, and I said something that I thought I regretted. Mm-hmm. So I took myself to a hospital. I had no intention of like harming myself or anyone else, but they tried to immediately assume that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like the medical industry, even if you call the VA hospital, which I have to because I work for a pizza shop and deliver there all the time, when I'm calling their phone number to call the extension, they're there to remind you, like, if you're feeling suicidal, hang up and call 911. And I'm like, well, I wasn't. (laughs) So you said something about it. Yeah, and it's even more scary because the VA is on Highway 666. So Mm. not only am I terrified of bringing symbols that some people might think i don't understand on my arms i'm scared of that highway 666 you're scared of it isn't that ironic fatal accidents on it though it is so ironic that the va is on highway 666 yeah i never really thought of that i love highway 666 hundreds of vas all over the country though you know what i mean oh yeah we have a song for my other band so this is the band i'm currently focusing on right now catatonic scripts but then I had another side project with a homie named Jet. Jet, what up? Called No Room to Talk. Hey, bump his uh, his uh, levels up just a scotch because he's t- he's kind of quiet. Just I don't, don't want to have to fuck with it in post. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> he's two, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I have another project called No Room to Talk, and uh, I was really trying to aim for older garage punk rock sounds like misfits but almost like mixing elements of surf rock not really sounding like surf rock yeah but like pulling those tones and like playing them differently so we have a song called highway 666 like uh have you heard up i'm sure you have bad brains yeah like that that kind of surf rock that shit that you see in like old lost movies yeah 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 because we actually recorded that on a reel-to-reel system with a recording company local in St. Pete. Uh-huh. Well, I think their studio is in Tampa now, but they're called Yoko Fono. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> what yeah. kind of what kind of? Uh, so it gives you more of that uh, analog tone. Just it feels like you're etching into the tape when you're recording. 
Whereas digitally, it feels different to me. What do you mean etching? What does that mean? I don't know. It's like the only way I can explain real to real to digital recording is like when you listen to it later, it sounds like it was carved into stone. You know what I mean? Like there's an actual substance that's mm-hmm. it's it feels more analog, processing. right? Kind of like yeah. when they kind of carve it into vinyl records and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's something uh, I don't even know. It's almost like a movie that puts you in a place, mm-hmm. right? That you can't explain until somebody else like sees it for themselves. Like Fight Club or The Matrix, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and kids nowadays aren't even interested in those thought-provoking films. It's all like short attention span, it's just dumbed down. Yeah, That's kids quick. are all they're too, they're too busy uh, being hopped up on Adderall and ADHD oh, meds. Yeah, dude, and my friend is like struggling with getting his life together. A lot of it has to do with just all kinds of different things going on in his life, but he's like debating whether he has ADHD or autism and i'm looking at the symptoms that they like associate with that all the symptoms are natural normal human basically anything now right yeah anybody could fall into the spectrum as they say and the medication they're giving him is pretty much methamphetamine right isn't that what adderall yeah basically oh yeah. yeah and man the meth addiction that i've been hearing about and stuff in different cities not around here but like have you been wa- paying attention to the Olympics at all? A little bit. There's little that girl bit. who's the gold medalist, the Simone. I forget her last Simone name. Simone Biles. Simone Biles. She just quit, and everyone's like shitting on her online. Everyone's hating on her Why'd super she hard. Quit? Well, it's she says it's so, mental health disorder, but what happened was there's a, actually a story that snuck through on the Insider. I think it was. Forget the name of the. Forget the article. But you can <clears> probably <throat> find it, Austin. But she uh, she had an, a prescription to an HD ADHD medication. Yeah, there it is. She had a prescription to Ritalin or Adderall, and she's been on it for how, who knows how long, six, probably at least six years. And for Tokyo, they banned any kind of ADHD medicine, so she wasn't allowed to take it. So apparently right before the, the Tokyo Olympics, she had to get off it completely. So, so when was ADHD like really starting to be used as a popular diagnosis or like when was it really coined as even a phrase or a term? Cause I started looking at terms like schizophrenia just to see like, where did this come from? Where was it? its origin. Yeah. And that one turned out being this guy that happened to be a Freemason from 1901. And I was like, red flag, red flag. Really? Like, yeah. He, he coined the term <laughs> schizophrenia. Yeah, basically, he was the first doctor to start using that diagnosis. That's fucking weird, huh? Yeah. It's always the Freemasons. Well, yeah. yeah. In 19... The, the beginning of the century, the 1900s, was kind of insane if you really, like, reanalyze it. I started looking at a lot of occult images and videos and just... uh, Well, even Hollywood itself. Like, the term Hollywood is literally referring to, like, what witches at the time used to make their wands out of Hollywood. Hmm. Hollywood? Right? Holly. <clears throat> Maybe they just, I thought it might have been Hollywood. Maybe they just think, renamed it Holly. I don't think witches did holy shit. Well, they do, but in, it could be. It is, it, it is. It could be an association the with devil, it. The devil at one point was, the devil was created by God, and he was an angel. Allegedly. Then he got sent Allegedly. to hell. It's in the Bible. <laughs> It's in the Bible. It's written in stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I'm not sure if that is written in stone, but, but yeah. So, anyways, imagine being this girl, who you know you've been on this ADHD speed 
meth and amphetamine all medication for the last five years and all of a sudden it, all these meds too and She's all of a sudden they take it away from nine, you and then you old. have to fucking figure out life without it like you gotta if you're that hooked on something and then get, well yeah I mean, get it taken away withdrawals. the best I mean, way yeah. to fix problems is to make bigger problems yeah <laughs> maybe it could have been, you it could have been just problems. like she was so yeah. good they had to figure out a way to like Take away take everything that she has. Well, no, I guess basically they were using meth. Find a way to find someone her. else to win. You know what I mean? It was like a military. Well, I'm sure it thing. dials her in, right? I mean, that's what that drug kind of does. No, I mean, it fucking the Nazis in super Germany dials were you using up. methamphetamine. Yeah, like, wasn't it? Wasn't it also what that's they were how they giving? marched from country to country, <laughs> all zipped up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! On meth. Yeah, That's insane. It was also that yeah, they ran out of Adderall in France. That's why the flag fell down. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I was gonna go with that. Isn't that also what yeah. they gave the Japanese uh, during the uh, Pearl Harbor? The Japanese fucking pilots were like, <clears throat> flying their planes into the ships and shit. I'm sure they, they were, were on methamphetamine. On well, I'm sure they were, but at the same time, I also found out that like we were always taught to believe that those. Japanese like flew straight over, like knowing they'd run out of gas and just eventually crash and murder or kill or whatever, right? But like I found out they actually took over like a base that wasn't far from Hawaii first. So they probably had a lot more opportunity to fuel up and stuff. So like the narrative yeah. I grew up learning turned out to be slightly different. Sure. Because, yeah, the Johnston Atoll was like a man made barge that they put in the middle of the ocean. <clears throat> So there's, like, no way that Pearl Harbor wasn't, like, warned mm -hmm. by right. their barge. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, some like, say. Yeah, what is the, uh, what is the narrative that, that some, they knew about, our government knew about that, and it could have been avoided, right? That, they I say think some people knew I about it. I personally believe that our government made, like, a trade-off with the Japanese government. The elites of our government were working with the elites of their government. Because it's all a money game, man. Mm. It's, everything is about money. By them attacking Pearl Harbor, what did that do? We got to test out nuclear weapons, yay. Mm. Like, hooray. Yeah. And then, you it's know a what? great excuse, convenient excuse, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The first uh, nuclear bomb testing was, or where it was done, was like... Arizona, right? It was a McDonald's farm ranch. Like a McDonald's family. For I'm the not restaurant. 100%, I'm not 100% sure it was a McDonald's family, but I can only assume... You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it would make sense. Who else would it be? What, it could have been one of the what about one of the Koch brothers? It could have been one of their farms. Yeah. yeah. The Hamburglar. <laughs> Either way, it's like, wait, one of these Fortune 500 companies was involved in nuclear weapons? And then I just started looking at that McDonald's, and we were talking about symbolism earlier and stuff, right? Yeah. The McDonald's logo almost looks like a bomb with a trajectory. Can you find out where the first nuclear bomb test was in the U.S.? Or a McDonald's logo conspiracy. Mm, either one will work. I, I already, I'm going to make like a song eventually where it's like the giant arches, but it's really an expl I, th I think I've already got it in a sketchbook somewhere. It's just not like done properly. The world's first nuclear explosion occurred in New Mexico. South of New Mexico. Who owned it? Did Ronald yeah. McDonald own it? Oh, yeah. It was called the Trinity Site. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. The Trinity Site. Hmm. Is that what it's called? Bro, I saw a video on Instagram the other day, like Kelly Slater reposted, and it was a, an underwater nuclear bomb test where they showed a nuclear bomb going off underwater, and it was fucking insane. The water went, like, miles into the air. 
That's crazy. Must have killed so many work, fish. Uh, they exploded a microwave out back. Your friends did? <laughs> when yeah. did they do this? They've done it a couple times, but this was the last time, I'm pretty sure. How? Steve's not working there anymore because he got a different job. And then um, I guess the police got involved the last Where time. Where it worked? <laughs> Somebody at the bus stop was worried about shrapnel. And because everybody wanted to denial mode, it got... How would they go about blowing up a microwave out back? Well, it was just a broken microwave, and they had, like... Just stick some, some tinfoil in it? Some metal in it? No, it, it wasn't functioning. It wasn't uh. plugged in. It was just, like, something to put quarter stick of dynamite in. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Put I dynamite in it? Cause Allegedly. I, I'm already terrified of, like, anything. Your parents are schizophrenic? <laughs> no. No. Well, I don't know. They could probably diagnose me with that if they wanted to. Yeah. What yeah. do you diagnose yourself with? That's the most important <clears throat> thing. Happy. I'm just joking. I'm miserable. You're miserable? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I'm doing all right right now. Figuring some stuff out. Everybody's confused. This day and age with... Are we going on lockdown again now? Yeah, I Is think that... we are going on lockdown. We're, uh, Florida, I think, took the prize again for number one... I don't well, know what the stat is. Every Deaths, other member of every other state. Coming yeah, I mean here. everybody's here. <laughs> yeah. We're what do now. you think about the the COVID nineteen? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. Think about all the fun things that you do online: watching Netflix shows, shopping, enjoying your morning coffee with free Wi Fi. You may not know that your internet provider knows every single website you visit. What's even worse than that is that in the U.S., they are legally allowed to sell this information to ad companies and tech giants. What's worse in places like the U.K. and Australia, internet providers are required by law to store your metadata for up to two years, and government agencies can look into it whenever they want. Well, with just one click, NordVPN puts a stop to all of this by encrypting 100% of your internet data and rerouting it through over 5,200 of their secure servers so that all of your online activity is private. NordVPN also lets you choose which server location you want to reroute your connection through so you can browse the internet as if you're from another country. It takes just one click. Just open the map, click the location, and you'll be connected in seconds. It's that easy. I love using NordVPN for Netflix because Netflix only shows you a small fraction of their entire content library, and it gives you different shows depending on which location you're in. With NordVPN, you can access thousands of new shows in just seconds. Additionally, it's been confirmed by their speed test that NordVPN is the fastest VPN on the map. So protect your online privacy and have access to thousands of extra shows with the VPN that I trust. Go to nordvpn.com concrete to get a two-year plan plus four additional months with a huge discount. That's N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot com slash k-o-n-c-r-e-t-e to learn more did you uh, get contagion it theory, or contagion what was <clears throat> that movie called contagion <laughs> oh yeah yeah of course i don't i haven't had television in my home for like 10 years that's probably good and i'm staying with my father temporarily and i was like flipping through channels and the only thing that there is to watch is like all oh, this terrifying horrifying news Mm-hmm. Or Contagion. Contagion. <laughs> that was the only thing on the other night in South Park, which is really accurate. Which is the best. the news. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff going on. There can be a lot of misguidance and a lot of, uh, our society likes to f- follow <clears throat> a platform. And I think we have to be able to move with in and without the platform or like 
Yeah, our society just has like a process they like to run with, and I feel like they're yeah, stick to elim- the story. They're eliminating any other possibilities, like even that that condominium in Miami. How yeah. crazy is that shit? Like dude. what happened? Yeah, <clears throat> and nobody's worried about like was there slumlords like running the place? You know what I mean? Like why isn't that a topic at all that I've noticed? Yeah, it got blown over pretty quick. It seems like. Well, it was more about recovering the bodies yeah. and identifying them. Mm, not about nothing. the problem. Yeah, no. So, I'm, well, they did. I think they did. I saw something that they were going to try to like change some sort of rules when it comes to the like maintaining the infrastructure of hotels and like like high rises along this yeah. like the ocean along the coastline. But at the same time, I think the I think the I think the mandate or the rules are that they have to have some sort of like structural inspection i think it's like every 20 years maybe 40 40 years yeah it's every 40 years they have to have some sort of like some sort of what's the a structural inspection a structural sure. inspection just like your elevator has to be inspected every three years or whatever <clears throat> so i think they did something about that i'm not 100 percent sure but there's got to be so many more buildings that are like that <clears throat> that are so con- that are structurally compromised well, especially also, the next way that to the it ocean. fell down like watching it it didn't look like they look like Building Seven. It, it, <laughs> ding, ding, it ding! It kind of looked like I don't know. It all fell down at once. It didn't make yeah. sense as far as my brain thinks <clears throat> yeah. about things falling apart. What What are the other potential possibilities <clears throat> of why it collapsed? Like a controlled demolition of some sort. Like yeah. what? What was in there? What were they hiding in there? What yeah, did, why what would did they, they get rid of? There why would they do a controlled demolition? Oh, of, actually, of a friend of mine at building. work told me that I should look into this, but I never got around to it. And it is a lot of speculation. But a he friend, said something. what is this? Who's this guy? Oh, uh, just a coworker okay. that doesn't co-work with me anymore. Okay, he got fired. <clears throat> no, he actually moved for on for stealing money out of the register. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, but he, yeah, he brought it up to my attention. He was like, "Oh, there was." Some idea that a lot of the people that were living in the buildings were related to people <clears> that knew information about they were QAnon things. Oh, yep, it was a QAnon convention <laughs> center there. Yeah, I I forget what I heard too, but I heard something like there was certain people in there of interest or yeah, some family people members with some documentation or that something. Could know I can't some remember stuff that they wouldn't want other people to know. That seems a little crazy that they would they would demolish a whole building <clears throat> full of people. Yeah, over what the like condition that. of the building? Well, there could be a different reason too. I guess like there could be money. But does everything have what to be a conspiracy? Owner... Does every every fucking weird mm. thing that happens have to be a government conspiracy? I think there's a problem when everyone thinks that. Oh yeah, they said John McAfee owned something. Oh, I, I remember heard. we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a QAnon conspiracy theory that where QAnon believed that John McAfee owned the condo and he had and a bunch building. of files, he had a bunch of dirt on people that was <clears throat> he was storing there or something, and that's why they demolished it. Oh, so this debunks it. He says he didn't own it. What does that say? Claim the late John McAfee, the creator of McAfee Antivirus Software, owned a unit in the condo building that partially collapsed on Thursday. That, okay, that was the claim that he owned a unit in that 31 building. 31 terabytes of files. So what is the conclusion? What does it say? The facts. Keep going. There was a fake tweet. Hmm. There was a fake tweet. Someone said he owned a unit there. Well, that's that's a, the problem that with the internet. convenient. That's the problem with the internet. There's always some assholes on there who's going to try to make some... 
some fucking bogus claim that all the QAnon people will just grab onto and ride into the sunset. Well, how do you know these people are telling the truth? That's the problem. You don't. That's well, the problem. You're what's the this QAnon thing? I don't really know much about it. You don't know what QAnon is? No. It's this group of, it's basically a group of super hardcore right-wing Trump supporters. I think mostly. Well, there's a problem right there. Like, why are we associating conspiracy theories to those people? Because it's true. If you, if you, if you ask them all, they were, they were all, all the QAnon people are, are, I think this is pretty well known. They're all Trump supporters. There's no left-wing uh, QAnon people. They're all. They all believe anonymous. They all believe that there is a deep state uh, human trafficking ring that's tied, I guess, to the Clintons and Epstein, where it's like chi- like human child trafficking, and they believe that Donald Trump is like God's chosen Messiah to save, uh, to basically to expose to them. expose the human trafficking ring from the the corrupt deep state. That's what they. If you even look up what their beliefs are. Uh, yeah. Running a, they believe okay. Satanic cannibalistic pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if it's all true except for the part about Donald Trump being like the prophet of it? Well, here's the thing. Here's the problem with it. Okay. If Donald Trump was some guy who was going to, who was going to expose and save the world from a child, from cannibal child pedophiles, wouldn't he have bragged about it by now? I mean, he, he literally, Toots his own horn about what everything he's he does. Involved in it. That well, I mean, who knows? Who knows if this shit even exists? But the fact that you think Donald Trump's going to be the one that, like, the superhero that saves everybody <clears throat> from it is kind of crazy. Yeah, definitely not. But I don't know. It just seems like the QAnon group. They're more uh-huh. like like angry people. You know, angry people who the world is kind of like shut out. They live in their mom's basement. They really know how. They have really no other happiness in their lives. There's no shining light. And they just use the internet to... So they're basically being psychologically abused by a, by a source that funds QAnon. Possibly. Uh-huh. Have you heard of the Capitol? So it's almost like a... Yeah, a lot of the people that stormed the Capitol were QAnon people. It's, a double, it's like a double switch. Or, yeah. What if they're all hired guns? That, it's possible. There, you see yeah. that video when they stormed the Capitol. There's actual video of police letting people through the gates. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to realize, like the Beatles, I think they were or their fans were like hired guns at the beginning to like stir up the mania. You know what I mean? If I pay 200 girls to scream their heads off, yeah, in an auditorium, why not? And film it, and then tell the rest of the world with media, yeah, that this is the best thing. That there ever. ever has been. Yeah, that's interesting. Since the I mean, that's knees. all it takes, right? Yeah. Where did you hear this? I've never heard that before. Well, I found out that the Beatles were actually introduced on CBS exactly two hours before JFK was assassinated. What? Yeah, so the theory is that JFK was assassinated and they were using this band to drive the young youth of America stir crazy. And then when the Beatles kind of started to figure it out, and they weren't going to play ball quite as well as they were. And that's when they started putting, like, codes in their lyrics and stuff. To and distract symbolism. to distract people well, no, from... at that point, they were trying to whistleblow through symbolism and, like, other methods. Whistleblow to who, though? An audience, you know what I mean? Like, if I write a song, but I want to tell you something, but I don't want to directly tell you... I can just, like, lead you into it. What sort of messages were they trying to convey through their music? Well, at the beginning, they were trying to... They had a song called Taxman, 
and it was basically like they took the Batman theme song because it was popular on TV at the time, and they made it Taxman. And yeah, can we put that song on Taxman? We'll probably get yeah, we'll get we'll get copyrighted. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. One. So, or yeah, or even just pull up the lyrics, maybe. Lyrics to Taxman. Yeah. Beatles bumped. <clears throat> Fab Four were supposed to be on CBS News the night of the JFK assassination. They were wow. in the morning. Wow, fifty-five. But they actually fifty years ago, Friday. See, within Beatles three months after the assassination, all the British invasion was going down. Wow. So they. So do you think the Beatles being put on CBS was to like distract people from the JFK shit? Well, I think that's why the mania create was created. Mm. You know what I mean? Just to spice it up a little more yeah, and get everybody knows? all riled Maybe, up. Yeah, who's the most popular artist right now? <clears throat> Eminem <Who's>? still. <laughs> <laughs> right now? Yeah, yeah. Who's who's the bee's knees these days? That's a good question. I guess it depends mm. what what fucking is it Taylor Swift still? I don't know. I Con- think Kanye. Kanye. Lollapalooza had Foo Fighters and Miley Cyrus headlining. Really? Yeah, I don't Miley's popping still. Miley's still popping. <laughs> huh. Well, that's crazy, bro. Damn, that's crazy. Damn. It is fucking hot as well, shit. Well, okay, so like a lot uh Bob Dylan was like singing songs and messages to get everybody stirred up sort of or And there's a theory that Bob Dylan was well, yeah, there's there was a conspiracy theory about Bob Dylan that kind of went under overpassed overlooked what was that conspiracy that he died in 1966 in a motorcycle accident outside of woodstock so i've kind of developed my own little theory that maybe woodstock was actually like a celebration that the public had recognized paul or that uh bob dylan was killed in this motorcycle accident and that's why they had the concert there and the flowers didn't really represent, like, what everybody thinks it is. Like, hippie love. Like, maybe it was a funeral. For Bob Dylan. Yeah. But how far, how, he was, it was after, he, he died went, after? He went into a, a, a huge hiatus. <clears throat> uh-huh. From, I, I was looking this up the other day. It was, uh. I sound like an idiot right now, but I don't even know if Bob Dylan's still alive. He is. That's what's creepy is all these artists that are like possibly killed and replaced. Uh, yeah, dude. They do say and that. It's about weird. Like if you watch the first performance of Bob Dylan bef- after his accident, which didn't come out until like 1971 or something. So he went into hiding from like 1966 to 1971. And I really think that that's why Jimi Hendrix covered all along the watchtower. Yeah. He thought his dude died and he shredded it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, like, what if that's the case? What if that's why they had to get rid of Jimmy? Because nobody could fake being Jimmy. No. Bob Dylan was kind of the end of that little era at that point. So, him going on a hiatus and coming back with record label money, you could easily, like, disguise somebody in there. I'm going to start a new band called The Lookalikes. We're just going to, like, look like other people. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of people? 
I don't even know. <laughs> we'll switch it up. Every, the Blue Man Group. How many bands <laughs> do you have? None that matter. <laughs> How many, though? I don't know. I, we were going to do this thing where we can come up with a new band every hour. That's were a lot of really? bands. <laughs> Was it going to be the same members? Just a bunch or, of I don't know. Yeah, we could always put a different name on it no matter what. Yeah, the like pro- fake what's the problem names? with changing your brand? What is it? The problem is it's hard to uh, market it if you have different name every day. Yeah, we're not worried about marketing. <laughs> They're <laughs> not on that level. You <laughs> <laughs> probably should be. <laughs> well, at least you're having Maybe fun. Maybe one day. Yeah, it's about just doing your thing, right? Do, you do guys whatever make, you want. Do you guys make any money with catatonic scripts? Do you guys like uh, get paid to do shows? Oh, yeah, we make money at shows. Not like an outstanding amount or anything, but that's probably on our own marketing fault. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds well, like you need a know. manager. Music is a just manager. in a weird place, too. We, we need money to have a manager. True. <laughs> so if there's a manager out there that wants to work for free, Pro bono. holler at us. <laughs> we'll find them. They're out there somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> there is. No, we're actually working on a new album. We have a new lineup. I've been working on these songs for a really long time, so I'm stoked that we, me and the other two guys, Tyler and Joe. What up, Joe? What up, Tyler? Where's Steve at? Is he around anymore? <laughs> he was playing bass for us for a while Steve there. is sick. Which Steve? So this dude, Steve Rosick, he's sick bass uh, player. Yeah, he yeah. plays all sorts of instruments. but He actually recorded. He's super or sick. helped us mix and master this album yeah and recorded a wow the artwork on is it. super dope on you that. do all those artwork do you yeah. draw all that yeah yeah here hold it up for yeah, the, hold it up next busy, to your face like, <laughs> making artwork and shit pull to, it back like, more be marketing there you go hold it up there you go there we go yeah so what is that on the cover what is that Explain i was like it. i was trying to find like a dope place with a tree that just like was growing out of control and went from park to park in the county and came across this one and we were, I was like, whoa, that's it. And Is then, that an astronaut? Yeah, yeah. Me and my drummer uh, are on the cover because we were kind of the only two persistent members at the time. We actually took all these photos to where we're actually in the image three times a piece. And then this astronaut character is in there three times. So it's definitely like a oh, weird I see photo. That. So we're kind of like tucked. I'm up here in the tree. He's over here in the tree. I'm over there on the tree again. He's there again. And then me and him again at the bottom. And then the astronaut's like in there. Wow, and an I, astronaut in the woods. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's like he's rediscovering Earth or something. Did the astronaut take some psychedelic mushrooms? Yeah, but he's just lost in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what planet he's on. Yeah, where am I? It's like, this planet's tight, though. Yeah, yeah. And what's the inside? Self-discovery and stuff. So what's then that? just like, it almost looks like architecture, or, um, just like dinosaur bones and who knows what could really kill them. Maybe it was a nuke sent from the future. Ooh, a nuke right? sent from the time traveling from the aliens. Nuke? Yeah. What if that's what Pompeii was? From the we tall whites? No, dude. Like, yeah. What if the Nazis? Have you thought a lot about that? A little bit, especially after watching that movie Tenet. I've never seen that. Me neither. <clears throat> no, it's like the newest Christopher Nolan movie. Tenant? Or wait. Sounds familiar. Is that the director's name? Christopher Nolan? Christopher Nolan, yeah. He did, he did the Batman. Yeah, trilogy. he did Batman, yeah. Yeah. The, he also did uh, Inception. Well, what's it about? Tenant. Oh, I've heard of that. Can you find the trailer for Tenant? Yeah. Yeah, there's all this symbolism and 
he uh a lot of the whole movie is like half of it goes backwards and this character's All trying to go through it backwards full screen it Yeah, it was like the first movie I saw during COVID because it was the only one they released. I guess he was stoked about releasing it regardless. Oh, I just saw a movie with that guy in it too. I like went to it a second time and took notes because oh, yeah? all the symbolism I was noticing. Yeah, it's always good to watch Christopher, no- Christopher Knowles movies twice. Yeah. Well, the term tenant actually comes from this thing called the Sator Square. And the Sator Square was a symbol that people kept on their homes in like Pompeii and stuff and because this movie is about time travel really 100% or not not even time travel just moving backwards in time yeah so they found out some way to make matter is that the guy from Twilight so somebody's in the future is selling reversible ammo to people. What? Yeah. And the arms dealer's name actually relates to that Sator Square. The opening scene correlates with it. This movie looks dope, dude. It does look pretty cool. And I'm already doing reverse stuff in my videos and stuff too. So I'm like, oh, really? I have to go see this. Do you do your own music videos? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, what does this have to do with Pompeii? Well, the Sator Square. What is, okay, so explain really Sorry, the movie I has nothing to do with Pompeii. So, what is Sator Square? Uh, if you pull that up, it'd make a lot more sense. It's basically the square where if you spell tenant, up and down and across with the end being shared. Google Sator Square. So, if you spell out Sator Square. No, tenant. Oh, I'm sorry. If you spell out the word tenant. Yeah, like across and down, like in a cross, right? Okay. With the N is the only letter being borrowed, really. Right. And then if you spell Sator at the top and then Rotas at the bottom... And you really got to see it. It's hard for me to kind of explain. All right. He's he's looking it up. Sator Square. Yeah. After watching the movie the first and second time, or the first time I started, like, looking like anybody finding Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah. That's what I like to do. I like movies that have Easter eggs. Google image it. Little hidden messages that only the director knows is there, and Mm -hmm. hopefully somebody catches it. That was it, yep. Okay, what are we looking at? Okay, yeah, so this symbol, I guess the Christians of the time of Pompeii would have this Sator Square. It's called a magic square. Click on the one, uh, the second row all the way to the left. To the left. That one, yeah. All right, Sator, Aripo, Tenant, Opera, Rotos. Yeah, so if you look at the letters backwards, backwards, it works. Wow. 
Yeah, and what's even creepier is that it works in reverse speech too. It's not just a spelling. Rota like if Zero. if you say okay. those words, Aropa uh, Air Aripo, Tenet, Opera, right? Opera is Rota backwards. What the Rotas fuck? Sator backwards. So what yeah. is the what is the significance of this thing? Well, anytime that the go to that black one, it says, "Did you know?" It it tells you about it. Yeah, right there. Okay, did you know the Sator Square is the world's oldest two D paint pan palindrome palindrome? Okay, new word found in the ruins of Pompeii. It was believed to have magic powers because it contains five connected. I forget the word again. Palindromes. Palindromes. Each of the Latin words, Sator, Aripo, Tenant, and Opera, and Rotas, can be read bottom to top, top to bottom, left to right, and right to left. That's weird. So they found this in Pompeii, in the remains of Pompeii? Yeah, yeah. And since this movie is about time travel and things going backwards, it made me think, like, whoa, what if Pompeii's volcano eruption wasn't a volcano eruption? What if... Even in a science fiction movie, do they do like they reference this thing at all in the movie? Uh, the 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 main, Sator Square. The main antagonist's name is Sator. Uh, the opening scene of the movie is an opera. Oh, one of the company's shit. names in the background is like one of the other phrases. Uh-huh. I'd have to watch it again. I haven't. I Ar- saw it twice. Opera? last year. What so if Oprah was part of it? Oprah. What if Oprah time traveled and she she's was the, the one time who sent traveling? The she's been with Doc, Doc and Marty, yeah. <laughs> Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, yeah, see, they went into time and that's true, up, bro. Fuck. What if Rick and Morty fucking sent Oprah back in time to to nuke Pompeii? Yeah, I don't really necessarily believe in time travel, but because the movie was about backwards matter and arms dealers. I was like, whoa, that would be interesting. I think it's possible aliens are time travelers. You know, like people see like aliens, they ha- they think they see aliens and they get abducted by aliens. Don't you think those could be time travelers? I thought, yeah, the the guy that put the ketamine in your drink. <laughs> <laughs> or GHB. Or- no, bro. Like there's people that actually like have like vivid accounts of being abducted by aliens. Like Travis <laughs> Walton, you ever heard of him? No, I haven't, no. He's this guy who's this logger who's out in Arizona with like eight other loggers and they were all in like their twenties or whatever. And they saw this glowing light in the woods after like a long day of cutting trees. And, uh, they all saw this kid. He ran out like Travis was one of them. He saw this bright light, got out of the truck, ran towards it. And they fucking all saw him get sucked up into this ship. And then, uh, he disappeared for like five days and no one knew where the fuck he was. The, the, they arrested all the other kids. They thought, they thought that he, that they murdered him or something. They were all like, no, they all had the same exact story. These kids are like early twenties. And then, um, and then five days later, he shows up. Fucking, he go, finds a phone booth and calls his parents. And then he he just tells the story. And then as soon as he gets back, before he even got to see his friends, he told the story of what happened, and it was identical to what his friend said. Yeah. And there's been literally, and and. Anyways, it's fucking insane if you actually listen to the story. There's a whole documentary about it too. It's called uh, I think it's called Fire in the Sky. Okay. But um. <clears throat> Anyways, I forget what See, I was thinking. I was kidding. Oh yeah, time time traveling aliens. Oh, that's what it was. <clears throat> but I mean, how else would they get here? How else would they get here? You think they travel fucking quadrillions of light years? You think they just cut a little hole in time and come right through and come see us, fucking drooling baboons with nuclear weapons trying to kill each other? And see what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I also think, what if it was like the Russians? <laughs> <laughs> it's always the Russians. That could be too. It could be the what Russians. What if it was my band and we just had people dressed up as aliens? Are you that? Are that you on that be, level? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Catatonic scripts. We're known for abducting people and bringing them back. Yeah, <laughs> kind of look like it's all white. No, I don't want to be travelers. in charge of abducting anyone. Honestly, yeah, it seems like a lot of. It seems like a hard job. Aliens got it rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough job. They don't get what, paid enough. What, even if those aliens did abduct somebody, like for what purpose? To study us, just like we Same like, reason. just like we like abduct sharks out of the ocean and stick probes in them and follow where they've been. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's, we do yeah, the same we shit. Have to, we have to. But why? Why do we have to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Even landing on the moon, was it really that important? But did we really land on the moon? It, even if we did, I'd, I wouldn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looked kind of phony to me. Well, there's, like, theories that Stanley Kubrick was hired. Yeah. yeah. He was the hired gun. By yeah. NASA, right? I'm sure it was NASA more than was just on NASA set was involved. <laughs> I mean, he was already making films that had space. Right. And they wanted to figure out how he made it so 2001 real. 2001 Space mm-hmm. Odyssey would mm-hmm. have been 100% the reason. Yep. Hmm. And then, I don't know, He lo- there's a lot of uh, things about that movie, The Shining, he directed. And he put all these there was a lot of weird references. Shit in that movie, yeah. There's actually a documentary called Room 237. And it's about all this extensive, elaborate, intentional, um, subliminal messaging through that movie. Really? Through The Shining? Yeah. Yeah. What is the documentary called? And he intentionally... Room 237? He intentionally changed a lot of the way the book was written. Almost like he didn't want to work on Stephen King's movie. Like it was contracted. So he made the movie his own. <clears throat> what the fuck? Yeah, Room 237. It was something you could watch on YouTube. Did they ever ask? It was all was, monetized did and did stuff. they interview Stanley Kubrick in that video, in that movie, in that documentary? Did they ask him any of this stuff, like, to his I face? he was already dead. Oh, he was. Because he died during the production, or he died after the production of... The Shining? No. What was the last movie he did? <clears throat> Eyes Wide Shut. Mm, that's another Which weird Which is weird, one too. because it's all about secret societies. Yeah. And, like, if you want to make it in this world, you have to join these How did he societies. die? Um, that's got to be a conspiracy. Well, that's what was Guaranteed. weird, too, is, like, the day that that movie was released was almost like he picked that date for a reason. And I've noticed a lot of authors and writers and filmmakers and artists will release albums on specific days. Right. Yeah. Meaningful for days. Sure. Yeah. Like, even I found out that John Lennon was interviewed on 9-11 the same year that the World Trade Center was finished constructed. That when they finished building it? Yeah. The same day? Like, yeah, it was like not, no, yeah, but that's no. Just, that's got to, what, what, what? No, he what? was on the news, or he was, fuck, I forgot what I even said. But what now. would John Lennon, I mean... So I don't know. What? I have a theory. You could say anybody. You could, you could a find a mil- you could find a fucking million celebrities who were interviewed on 911. Mm, yeah, sure. I'm sure of that, but not one that not was the killed. not the date the towers were were dropped, but right. I'm saying like no, any 911 before that. No, John Lennon's been de- dead since 81. 
So, like, I think he was trying to whistleblow a lot of stuff. And I think he knew that they were building the World Trade Center to tear them down. What? Yeah. To manipulate our society to do something called manufacturing consent. So, yeah, we were talking about the Beatles earlier and how the Beatles may or may not have been used by our press and our media to kind of tone down the feelings about JFK being assassinated. And then it's the reason they needed to get rid of JFK was because they needed to build these buildings. And he was already trying to spill the beans about secret society. If you listen to JFK's last speech before he was assassinated, he clearly brings up that they're a secret society and they're getting away with like the most atrocious things you'd ever mm-hmm. imagine. Right. Yeah, he said he's the one that coined the term conspiracy. Is he really? Yeah. Basically without speech. He's like, There's a conspiracy that is so beyond any human's comprehension. Like that's what he sounds like when mm. he says it. It's he's like literally addressing the people like could you imagine all the shit that he knew? Hmm. <clears throat> well, he was the the CIA wanted to get rid of him because of the Bay of Pigs. Right. Because he didn't want anything to do with that stuff. Right, he didn't yeah. He was trying to like get rid of all that. So like I think that they couldn't even get away or they already had the plans on building the World Trade Center. And like do you know when it was built? Mm-mm. It was built in 1960, 1968 was when they first started breaking ground for the first tower. But, like, they had to have already been kind of uh, organizing the city sure. to build something that big. Definitely. Since, like, probably 66. Wow. So I almost feel like the funding of the moon landing might have been to fund other things involved with those towers. Siphoning the money over there. of the moon landing. Yeah, just the money that they pulled in. And then I also think the moon landing, like, sure, great, we landed there, right? What was the real objective? To put televisions in every home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The television is used as a tool to make people move this way and move that way and look at this and look at that. Were there TVs already during the moon landing? There were, mm, but they're people not. Watched, yeah. So, what is the single is, the is the idea that if something so extra, like so groundbreaking, is happening that if you don't have a TV, you felt like wants to watch. you yeah. felt left out of the. It loop. would have been like Facebook, right. ten years after Facebook. Yeah, because <laughs> some people didn't care the whole time. Right, we were also racing with. What, we were also care. like had the space race, like we were trying to do before Russia, right? Or that would have been maybe that we're working together just to put <laughs> televisions in our homes. Yeah, get your TV. Get it fixed. Mm. Nowadays, we got like 50 televisions in every room. I know. I was just got thinking about televisions that. in our pockets. I was just trying to like read televisions while we're driving. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, every room in your house, like you base the toilet the, bowl. You base the layout of TV and mine. You base the layout of the room, every room in your house, based on where the TV is going to go. Yeah, yeah. I have this idea for a film I'd really like to make, but I don't have time or money, so it'll never happen. What's it about? <laughs> Maybe I'll help you make it. Yeah, I was actually thinking that'd be cool, dude. So it'd be about this character that has a disease called hypergraphia. It's this addiction to writing, uh-huh. right? Like it keeps me up all night writing and writing and writing. Yeah. So this character would 
have a house that has all this writing written all over the household, like the furniture. Walls and shit? Yeah, yeah. So the idea is that, I don't know, I think you'd start the movie out, like the pan and the words and everybody involved, right? And you're just panning across all this furniture, just with all this manic writing on it. And that would intrigue, like, somebody, like, whoa, what's mm-hmm. going on? This is not normal. And then, like, maybe somebody's knocking on the door, invites themselves in, and then they find the dude that's writing, and he's still writing, like, in a different room on some other furniture. But then I was thinking, like, the he's writing about stuff, and this stuff is going to be related to these little facts and these little connections and these little dots. So, so it would be basically, like, the way a detective's room works when mm-hmm. they're using those uh, strings and stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this connects to that and that connects to this. So, and like I was thinking having the television in the middle of the room would, and then having all the information coming off of the television. So like each room has like different information that kind of goes along with the room. It's like the living room might have information about, the moon landing and like other things that are hugely televised. What were the two biggest televised things? Nine eleven, and the yeah. moon landing and maybe now COVID cause mm-hmm. it's been on the news for Definitely. two years. Yeah. They win. Yeah, they win. <laughs> wow. They beat the moon landing. And God damn. With money and mar- like marketing and basically media. Yeah. So it's like, what if the moon landing was really just to put televisions at everybody's homes? And then the World Trade Center was really just to, like, put people under the spell of you're under control. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. you got to rely on the government. Interesting. Yeah, it's a fear tactic. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's crazy is my grandfather was... I never knew my grandfather on my mother's side. So I've only met my mom's father one time. And he was the foreman of the Iron Workers Union that built the World Trade Center. So I grew up with my mom telling me about going to the World Trade Center while it was being built. That's really the only reason I even looked up. When was it being built? Because mm-hmm. who thinks about that? When was the build? When was the construction complete? What year? Do you know? 1971. See, and that's why I think John Lennon what year went were you born? on to national television Knowing that they finished it and knowing that they might have planned on doing this thing on 9-11. What year were you born? And think about it. When was a 911 created as an emergency phone call? Mm, like nobody even thinks about those details. Like when? Hold I'd on have a to second. Look it up. You said you grew up with your mom trying to get you to go look, watch <clears> your. No, my mom grew up in New York while the World Trade Center was being built. Okay. Yeah, and your mom so went to go a little see girl. her dad building it. Yeah, she probably went to the ceremonies when yeah. it was done. <clears throat> I think, yeah, and I, I looked up like who, uh, built the buildings, like the architect, because mm-hmm. it was the company that built it was called Koch. My mom told me that, and I've looked it up, and it's kind of misleading some of the stuff about the world trade center it's like you can't really f- i couldn't find my grandfather's name involved anywhere yeah but i'm I sure it'd be kind of hard it's not made up that he was part of this my mom even showed me like a card that they gave them for the holidays like the year they finished it 
So like I have like proof no one else would ever have. Mm-hmm. And what is this? What is this, Austin? Manufacturing consent. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's basically like if I tell you that you need security on your home and then you're like, oh, I'll be all right. And then I rob your house the next day and don't tell you that I did it. <laughs> and then I convince you, you sure you don't need that security? It sounds yeah. like you need it now. Yeah. Mm. I was even thinking that maybe the Manson murders, what if they were staged in L.A.? And what if they were used to popularize security? Because what was security like in L.A. before then? Mm. Probably low. You know what I mean? Mm. February 16th, that's when... Same year. Same, same year. year. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> Connecting dots all day. I so didn't no, even... So I, didn't one, one. I told you I'd have to Emergency hotline was created the same year that... The that World Trade Center was built. And guess the guy that... <laughs> the, the architect that built it. Guess what else he built? Danny's mind blown right now. <laughs> he built the Federal Reserve. It, kind of, it just what? connected. Yeah, bro. Who is? What's his name? I don't know because it's. He's, hey, he's by the way, Japanese. this episode he's is one hundred percent getting shadow banned on YouTube. He's yeah. Japanese. He is. What's he created, his name? What the Federal so Reserve? I, I was already saying. I think that our governments, when we were talking about Pearl Harbor and yeah. The, the bomb being dropped, right? Mm-hmm. I thought our governments were like, hey, you let us do this, we'll let you do this. We both win. We know what these bombs will do. We terrify every other country in the world. Right. Look, we win together. Because there's like a massive connection between Japan and Hawaii. There always has been. Mm-hmm. LBJ that ended up in office after JFK, he's actually directly related to Obama. How so? Like their bloodline. They're, oh, really? It's like his uncle or some shit. So Obama's from Hawaii. <clears throat> and mm. that's where LG, LBJ like spent. That's where Pearl Harbor on. was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. And then the, what was the last quarter that came out <laughs> with the bat symbol on it? Yeah, right when bat COVID hit. That's weird. That was pretty bro. weird. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? How weird is that? And Why contagion, did they do that? Contagion. But did it's you see that, the last what are scene? The, but it, they bring it to the bat. I've never seen Contagion. Really? I didn't either until it was on TV I've the other seen it day. before, but I don't remember. So it's see, been a they're long broadcasting what we want, they want us to believe. Like, television has been used to broadcast. Well, I don't know. It's about, yeah. It kind of, like, desensitizes you It makes sense it, right? why, they want television, why they would want televisions in all the homes to control people <clears> through fear. and To control people through propaganda. Yeah. And to make people believe certain narratives or to make people... You know, to be able to control them through, you know, it's through politics, like right and left, have everyone fighting against each other. Yeah, divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Yamasaki was the architect. World Trade Center in New York City, which was briefly the f- tallest building in the world, was designed by Yamasaki. Wow. He also built... Another Twin Towers. Minora Yamasaki. In California, called like the Twin Century Towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess like when you watch Fight Club at the end when all those buildings are I think those are, are in Santa Monica. I think Those were the, the Twin Century Towers, which kind of look like the Twin Towers, and he actually built them to look like the Twin Towers. Mm. Probably the same material, same structural design, just different. Those didn't collapse, did they? Not, no. Not yet. In Fight Club. 
<laughs> in <laughs> Fight Club, <laughs> they did. <laughs> See, that's what's crazy. Is Fight Club came out like 1999. Oh my god! Right, and it was about taking down the stock market, basically. Right, the plot, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at the end. What was crazy is when I was younger and we were watching that movie, we rented it from Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Let's watch this. Me and my brother, we go home and we're watching it. My mom walks in at the end of the movie when the buildings are falling down. And like I said, her father built the Twin Towers. So when she saw those towers going down, just walking in the room for two seconds, she was like, turn that movie off. I don't like it. Like all this. And that was before 9-11. She didn't even make the association. They're like, wow, that happened two years later mm. or three years later. And then what I didn't realize is that the, the buildings that fell in that movie were a different two towers that this guy happened to build. The same so guy that like built the Twin Different towers. from the Century Towers? <clears throat> he built both the Century right. Towers and the Twin Towers. Right. So if it was a reference to the Twin Towers falling, they used a reference to the other Twin Towers the same guy built. Mm-hmm. That is really weird, isn't it? That's a strange coincidence. It's hard to avoid. Sure. It's hard to avoid those kind of coincidences, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. My perspective on it was I was a little kid watching this movie in 1999. My mom's walking in the room, and she saw those buildings going down. My grandmother took us to the World Trade Center one year before it went down. Mm. It was almost like she might have known because – her husband at the time was constructing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that could have been a huge part of why she got divorced and took the kids down here to Florida. Get away. There's no way the fucking construction <clears throat> companies knew about that shit. Well, he wasn't, he was the foreman. Even the foreman, bro. I don't know, dude. They're he, not going to tell He might be working hand in hand with that guy we had pulled up there. He would have to be. No, bro. The foreman. There's no way. There's the foremen are so far down the ladder from the people that are funding this shit, and they would never let those. The foremen are. No, yeah, but they're building the guy, it. The architect. He had to have at least met that architect. Yeah, but how, do you really even think the architect knew this kind of stuff? This is like deep state he conspiracy. Sh- the Federal Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely knows. So if shit. there was any secret entrances in and out of this building, this guy knew, and probably the foreman. Yeah. Cause like when it went down, it was. Is this guy still alive, Yamasaki? No. He's born in 1912, so doubt it. Okay. <laughs> See that same time period where things were getting rough. 1912. That's like the same time period. So one of the first Hollywood blockbuster films was A Birth of a Nation. Are you familiar with that film no. at all? Birth of a Nation was like a radical propaganda film black and white, silent, promoting the KKK. It was the first movie shown in the White House. What? Yeah. The KKK was booming in 1919. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But that movie was a lead grossing film until Gone with the Wind came out. So it had like a 30-year pedestal. How the birth of a nation revived the Ku Klux Klan. Wait, what does that top part say? The very top part. Uh, D.W. Griff- Griffith's controversial epic 1915 film about the Civil War and the Reconstruction depicted the, Klu- the Ku Klux Klan as valiant saviors of the post-war South ravaged by Northern 
carpetbaggers and freed black people. Wow. Look, they even got the KKK horse. Mm-hmm. Fucking dude looks like a knight on a horse. Wow, that's that fucking horse has crazy, no idea what he's doing, bro. So that's like the first big blockbuster film. Yeah, if 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 anybody wants to say anybody's racist, say it's Hollywood because Hollywood was funded by this off like, this movie. Yeah, look, it was like the lead grossing film for like thirty years until Gone with the Wind came out. What motivates you to to research all this stuff? I just see little things and red flags, dude. Just like Paul was killed. Just like who? Paul from the Beatles. Oh. You guys have heard that conspiracy, right? No. I guess there's statistics that when that conspiracy was rolling, like... What is that 61%. Conspiracy? So, like I was saying, Bob Dylan could have been killed and replaced, but he actually had time between... When the new guy came out, there was like a hiatus. Right, there was a couple so that of years. helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, when pa- the rumor of Paul being dead was, well, it was because, like I said, the government was helping the Beatles out over here. And there's all kinds of rumors that the Beatles were being put on LSD with and without them knowing it. So, like, George Harrison from the Beatles was on the Dick Cavick show and he was interviewed. And Dick Havoc was kind of being like, what is it? Ga- he was gaslighting George Harrison. And he was like, George, like, uh, why are you guys admitting on national television, international television that you guys do drugs? Like, isn't that irresponsible to your young viewers? And George Harrison just responded like so professionally. He was like, well, is it my responsibility to lie about what you asked me? Don't ask the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. If you don't want to know the answer and then he was talking about lsd and he was like yeah the first time we did lsd we didn't even know we were on it we were at our doctor's house and he had given us some coffee sydney gottlieb what's that oh, never mind i don't know who that is okay i'll, I'll explain after you finish the story i'm sorry to interrupt so no but that was pretty much the end of the story oh was it at the perfect time Sidney <laughs> Gottlieb was a guy, a chemist who was hired by the, he was a, a, like the CIA's lead chemist. They called, called him the poisoner in chief and he developed a program called MK ultra. Yeah. Yeah. This is all about MK ultra. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's <clears throat> goes back to like the whole Charles May. I just had a guy on here who uh, spent the last 20 years of his life writing a book about Charles Manson. It's called chaos. And it basically debunks all of the known narratives about the, about the Manson murders, the LaBianca tape murders. And uh, it, okay. it basically explains how, Manson kept getting let out of prison when he shouldn't have been and kept violating parole not get, and getting let out and how him and they were visiting this free clinic in uh, San Francisco and him and all of his hippie followers they were going to this free clinic and they were getting LSD yeah yeah and uh, it's basically all well if you listen to, to the Hotel California backwards it's a there's references almost like that was the spot to get the LSD from the operatives to Hotel California. What? Yeah. If you play Hotel California backwards, yeah. What does it do? Well, first of all, the guitar riff sounds identical both ways. To- so that was pretty impressive. Can you try to find that like on YouTube? <laughs> that won't get copyrighted if you play it backwards. That's all I do. I cover songs backwards now. I'm the first ever. No, so leave it up. It's fine. Well, maybe I might not be the first oh. ever, but whatever. Just tape it up. I've been covering songs backwards. Really? What made you want to do that? Yeah, last well, time I saw you, you were actually 
I saw you a couple times your band play, and then like the last time I saw you were doing like some of the same music, but playing it in reverse, or yeah, even yeah. live as well. I think you were recording music in reverse and playing it live in reverse or something. You said. Well, yeah, I've, I found this method. <clears throat> so we were talking about phonetic palindrome, or we were talking about palindromes. Yeah, right. Palindrome is. Hold on, here's Hotel California backwards. Okay, yeah, this is always fun. Tell me that doesn't sound the same. It is. It does sound like the regular song. Yeah, it does. It's almost identical. So this was supposed to direct people to do what? To uh, buy LSD from the Hotel California. Or at least I think they're telling a story... Of what might have really been going on at the Hotel California. What is the, the what day. is the actual Hotel California? I don't know, but I heard that Paul, the fake Paul McCartney was like staying there a lot. And there's like rumors that he might have been directly influencing the Manson family. What? Yeah. Because there's like the Beatles were connected to the Manson murders. Yeah. Well, one of the Helter guys. Skelter. Yeah. But the Hel- Helter Skelter thing but was then, debunked. He copied that from somebody. <clears throat> Manson, they copied that whole. You can turn it off now. Um. He he wanted to he oh, yeah. wanted Helter some sort of record Skelter deal. Wasn't, it was directly related, but it wasn't directly related as far right. as it at was, least Paul says it wasn't. Right. The prosecutor okay, put, put that on backwards. The prosecutor for the fucking Manson trial, he yeah, wrote yeah. the book. He literally like during the whole entire trial, he hired a writer to be sitting in on the trial so he could write a book about it. Yeah. The guy was absolutely fucking nuts. The guy, the uh the head prosecutor, I forget his name. Um, Bugliosi, Vincent Bugliosi. And, uh, but Manson was basically raised by the prison system. He right. was a product yeah, of he the was. prison system. Right, he was. So what's more terrifying, all the shit he did or that? Right, but he's he was a, product he was a two-bit criminal his whole entire life, just like stealing cars, <laughs> robbing grocery stores, and just doing Who like... Who wasn't? Right. No, I'm just <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean... Going from that to fucking well, brainwashing to people with LSD credibility. It's easy to destroy credibility. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like any musician at any point in time can be like pointed the finger at them and heroin addicts. Right. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I don't know if it's always true. It's like anytime some rock star dies, it's suicide. Or mm. this or that. Like, like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I like to think that Kurt faked his death. And he's like high. Elvis. Yeah. And if you listen to Heart Shaped Box backwards, he pretty much tells you tells you he faked his death. Do you listen to a lot of music backwards? Uh I write music backwards, so how do you write music backwards? Like, 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 oh, you mean you take existing music and you rewrite it backwards? No, I just make small phrases. I have an app on my phone called iReverse Speech. Oh. Right. And then I can record so small you make phrases it, like. Yeah, show me an example. Blood in the water. Hurdle when they dull. So backwards, it should sound vaguely similar. Blood in the water. 
heard all when they hit all. Whoa. Yeah, sometimes so, it's really clear. Sometimes it can be a little shaky. So you record a whole song that's like this? It's played in reverse? Yeah, I've been doing this thing where I've been trying to expose phonetic reversal as a real thing by making it so obvious by repeating what I'm saying backwards and forwards. Because, see, it was Aleister Crowley that started in, started doing reverse speech and popularized it. And that's why it's associated with, like, heavy metal and Satanism, because he was a Satanist, mm-hmm. or at least he was, like, the leader. For people listening, who is Aleister Crowley? <clears throat> Aleister Crowley was, let's say Hitler was uh, envious of Crowley. For he being was crazy. More he did evil. like a ton of black magic. Yeah, and some he, really weird fucking shit. Yeah. So like, who knows? He's. They said he was like the most influential man of the world. There's Alistair Crowley at one point in time. Yeah. There was a lot of musicians that would like rent his estate and record oh, albums yeah, that's there where, after he died. And that's shit. where Led Zeppelin recorded Led, their a, album. A lot of Jimmy big guys. Page Jimmy Page. Yeah. Alistair Crowley's. Yeah, this guy was super crazy. Huh. But he's how I kind of figured out about who uh, is the guy Freemasonry who, and who secret the, society and how relevant it really is. Who was even? Who was the guy who was in California who had like a Church of Satan? Anta, Anton Anton LaVey. Anton Lavey was he in anywhere any ha- way related? He probably to this guy? knew this guy's books. <laughs> yeah, frontwards and backwards. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's what's creepy is reverse speech was kind of created in a way to. Uh, affect people's minds without them being aware of it right but i'm trying to expose it so so i feel like reverse speech was created to how so well our brains interpret speech and a message right our brains interpret speech both forwards and backwards according to some of the stuff i've been reading without us being conscious of it well we are kind of well uh, it's our subconscious so we're not, yeah, we're not consciously aware of it. But at the same time, like, we were talking about palindromes earlier. Mom is a palindrome. It's identical backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. Dad is phonetically backwards and forwards. Right. Hurt. Boo. Poop. Um, let's, yeah, they're spelled backwards and forwards. But they have to mom sound and the dad actually work in speech, too. So, like. Oh, okay. Mom. Dad. Dad. Mom. 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 Sounds pretty close. Yeah. Well, like, you can kind of, like, manipulate it by listening. and. So you're saying popular cultural American songs have hidden messages in there that are intended <clears throat> to brainwash people somehow? Or maybe just send a message. It could or just send be a, a secret message. Like if you listen to Nirvana stuff backwards, Hard Shaped Box. Yeah, but well, nobody listens to ago, it backwards, though. A few years ago, you do. could find all this reverse stuff online. Yeah, people used to and play And it's been monetized now. Like people actually made lyric videos, so you could follow the lyrics. Like one of the best songs backwards, Thriller. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah, dude. Because the message he was trying to portray, like th- he's... Like, okay, basically, like, I got a new song I'm working on called Pop Music. And this is the first time I'm going to try to use reverse speech where I'm not repeating what I'm saying both ways. 
and it's going to go like, this is not, oh wait, I'm singing it forwards instead of backwards. Guess weem pop on say Sith. This is not pop me say. What say? This is wow. Not that sounds creepy as hell. Did you hear what it said? This though? is not pop music. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna call the song pop music. It's gonna sound like this forwards. Guess weem pop on say Sith. And then this is not pop me say. That's backwards. So you're gonna, it's gonna play normally, but backwards. So the way to hear it the correct way is that people reverse it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's some next it level sounds shit. Like right nonsense there, bro. forwards, but it sounds backwards. like nonsense forwards, right? It sounds like. But Are there any popular songs like like that that Nirvana or anyone has done that sounds complete bullshit, like nothing forward, and you have to play it in reverse? Well, like, is there what, any proof that they were intentionally I, doing that? That's what I noticed is uh, a lot of Nirvana's lyrics were always hard for me to interpret. I could barely hear what he's saying, half the words. Well, it's because he was fucked up, right? No, it's because he's singing backwards, dude. Really? Here, put on Nirvana backwards, and you'll see how Which clear song? it what's is. The be- which song? What's the best song? What's um, the best song? Heart Shaped in Box? Bloom. In Bloom. In Bloom? Here, and this is why it's the best one. Okay. He says something in the lyrics backwards about the system being messed up or, like, screw up the system. And half the video is them playing in, like, this white collar kind of atmosphere. And then half the video is them wearing dresses, throwing the stuff on the a stage around, and it happens to be a solar system. So while he's singing backwards, screw up the system. Find the music video. They're for actually it. throwing the solar system around. Honey, we hear reverse first. Oh, then yeah, we gotta hit reverse. They should have it with the video somewhere. But even the guitar sounds attainable. Yeah. Well, basically, even if no one else is saying that they're doing it, I'm saying I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And these are also that person's interpretation of the lyrics. Right, because it doesn't sound identical to what he's typing on there. No, and sometimes people will make videos and they'll just write gibberish underneath it to like kind of avoid even looking into it. Yeah. Because there were videos that were like, to a T. That's good. But doesn't he almost sound yeah, it's like almost he's clear? Yeah, some of his stuff forward isn't clear. <laughs> I'm sure drugs make it sound more clear, depending on what you're like. If you take some some mushrooms or you smoke a lot of pot or eat. <laughs> no, no, that's when I stopped doing all that. Like once, yeah. What? So, yeah. No. What do you mean you stopped? I don't know. Once I figured out all this secret stuff, it's like I don't need any of those drugs it. to figure it out anymore. I already figured it out. Like. So that was like the vessel that got you there. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, like, I liked messing around with mushrooms a little bit, but I only liked really microdosing at any point. Whenever I took more than that, because I like to be in control of my body. Mm -hmm. I like to be able to go running if I feel like it or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When was the first time you took mushrooms? Oh... I don't know, when I was like 18 or 19. Really? 
hanging with some friends. Were you there? I might have been. <laughs> I might have been. <laughs> I've never taken them. Oh, no? Never. Oh, yeah. I think you were asking about that. Yeah, I, was I don't know where that. to get them. <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. But I've never taken them. Did you take them a lot, like through your through your teenage years and through your twenties? No, yeah. man, really seldom. Immediately when I was younger, I didn't start literally like kind of messing around with it until I was an adult at home on my own. Like, yeah, and I don't really like doing it around a lot of other people or anything. No, nobody does though, right? I don't know. It all depends. And there's just certain movies that, like, you're going to be sitting there for four hours anyway. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Go watch The Matrix <laughs> with a microdose. You're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> really? You're already going to be like, whoa, if you haven't seen it. Right, like, right. Because it's a mind bender for sure. Yeah. We're supposed to get another one of those soon. Yeah, they said they're making another one. Yeah. Are they, really? they going to use Keanu Reeves again? I don't know. I heard he's they're coming back, better. but they have I think to. they're creating a new cast. And Lawrence Fishburne. They're going to bring them back as, like, res- recycled mm-hmm. yeah, you Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Resurrected Jesus. Yeah. It's like what they did with Terminator. Like, they uh, they recreated. They basically but I don't did know like if a- Morpheus is coming back. Can you yeah, have the Matrix? He, why? He's, the he's still a fucking FBI detective in every cr- true crime show on TV. He was in Contagion. Was oh, he really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, the Contagion cast was stacked. Really? I'm going to rewatch that movie. When did it's that come not out? even worth watching. No, you're living shitty. it right now. Yeah, right. COVID nineteen for real, for real. It's kind of a boring movie. It was groundbreaking at the time because we weren't living through it. Yeah, remember during all the fucking uh, the civil rights riots in the streets a year ago when COVID was like the fourth thing on the news. It was like number four. Yeah, it yeah. was like the fourth most popular story. I like Number how you one. called it civil rights riots, but that's not the message anybody got across. It was the uh, George <laughs> Floyd riots with all the cop cars burning, people pouring kerosene on yeah, abandoned yeah. cop cars and throwing bricks through windows. Yeah, yeah. That was the uh, that was the pandemic. Racism is the pandemic. Is it already? <laughs> no, that's what the, that's what the headlines were saying. Oh yeah, when all that was happening. Yeah, the headlines sharing a title like that just stirs up that kind of angst for mm-hmm. sure yeah the media's got us fooled actually the term media was like supposed like an old spirit yeah it's like associated with like a like a spirit is it really yeah what kind of a spirit i don't know are we no i'm just maybe i'm mixing it up television shows with reality now <laughs> <laughs> do you ever so, find it hard to to distinguish the difference between reality television and television not one little flavor flaves in the room <laughs> you think we live in a simulation i hope so because this shit's boring <laughs> maybe life's better outside the simulation you think I'm trying to find out <clears throat> uh what are you gonna do unplug it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm ready to pull the fucking plug <laughs> pull the plug yeah uh you play? You got? You brought your guitar? Yeah, I got some. You got any new jams? Uh, maybe. Open your eyes. Remember no. that one? Remember that one? Remember That's that a classic. One. You don't? I remember it, but I don't remember it. Really. <laughs> Can't perform it. <laughs> what could you perform for us, man? Got any new hits? Um. Yeah, let's see what we got. 
What's oh. trending on the billboard right now yeah, for catatonic scripts? <laughs> Nothing's trending on the billboards. <laughs> what's trending on the billboards right now is Mars Volta. Really? Yeah, dude. They finally released Delouse in the Comatorium on vinyl. And hmm. it's like number one or number two on the vinyl billboard charts. Like Really? Yeah. yeah I haven't yeah. heard of Mars Volta in 10 years, I feel like. Probably more. <clears throat> See, I listen to a lot of their that band's offshoots. They have like twenty other bands. Oh. That's where I got my idea of like making a new band every week. Isn't um what the fuck's that guy's name? It's in Mars. The guy who made the documentary about suing the record label. What's the fucking guy's name? They were the guy yeah. who played the Joker, and he's also in a band. Thirty. 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of 30 Seconds. Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. The, the I was Joker? getting 30 Seconds to Mars and Mars Volta mixed up. The Joker? Yeah, he was the Joker. That was the worst Joker of all time, for sure. Well, did you see him in the Snyder's cut? That one wasn't too bad. No. Angle that mic towards your guitar. There you go. All right, man. What is this song? I don't know. I got to think about which one. To Need to adjust it. focus? I can give you a sample of that one we did, or that song. One of the phrases that I showed you on the reverse thing. Okay. This song's called Blood in the Water. It's trying to use, like, color symbolism. There it goes. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. Take a sip. Lube up the vocal cords. This one's called Blood in the Water. Yep. <clears throat> White as snow, black as crow. Now they're pouring blood all over your homes. White as snow, black as crow. Bye, Lance. 
of snow, black ass crow. Now they're pouring blood all over your homes. Woo! Hell yeah. What's that song called? Blood in the Water. Blood in the Water. That's dope, bro. What is that about? What's up, world? You just watched a clip from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. That's right. You can get weekly, pure, uncut content straight from the jungles of Colombia. If you want to watch the full episode, make sure you go to patreon.com slash concrete videos. Peace.